Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky, and on this episode, I am joined by Carolina. Hi, Carolina. Hey, Becky. And Lindsay. Hey, Lindsay. Hi, Becky. And our friend up north, Miss Heather. Hi, Heather. Hey, Becky. Um, is it snowing? No, it was actually 61 degrees. <laughs> and there, we saw the sun. That does not happen great. often in Minnesota. <laughs> well, you know, in August, when I'm telling you, it's like 105. Yeah. Um, I get it. Uh, so this episode has been floating around between us for months. We've huh? been talking, I think, since I discovered Yellowstone last year that I've been like, cowboy romances, cowboy romances. <laughs> We've been talking about this for a minute, right? Yes. Yeah. And then yeah. a couple years ago, you and I had like that brief rodeo romance stint. Do you remember where we were yes. like, well, we... fucking <laughs> Bronco romances? Like, and then it faded just yeah. in time for summer. <laughs> well, and we did the we did a book or two of cowboy romance QSRs. Yeah, we've done a couple. Shots. Yeah. 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 So apparently, cowboys are something I love. Um, so on this episode, right? (laughs) I mean, getty up, daddy. Um, (laughs) on this episode of Buzzing About Romance, we are talking all about uh, Westerns, um, and cowboys and all the things. But first, let's do our term of the week. Our term of the week for this week is sub genre. So a lot of times we intermix the word subgenre and trope. But there's actually really clear differences between them. So a genre, a subgenre is a genre that is part of a larger genre. <laughs> so the genre we read, our main genre is romance. And then there are subgenres to romance. So for this um, purpose of this episode, Western is a subgenre of romance. I also would say Cowboys is a subgenre because it's a wilder umbrella and a wider umbrella. And then we get into the tropes like friends to lovers or enemies Mm -hmm. to lovers or small town. Mm -hmm. But then Mm -hmm. I start thinking about it. Do you think small town is a subgenre all of its own? I feel like yes. I think small town is a subgenre, but I also think it's Western adjacent because if like I did some definition reading and the definition of Western fiction is genre of a literature um, set in the American old West frontier and typically set from the late 19, late 1800s to the early 19th century. Now, if you modernize that, I think it manifests a lot of times a small town. Like a lot of the series that I really love that feel western like to me that take place in the american frontier or the west um they're more small small town small town but then there are some small towns that read like with that mystery of like the old west like when you think about like like, tombstone or like those old western towns where it's like a little bit edgy there's a little bit of mystery there um there's people skirting the law like there's some small town romances that really resonate with that i but I think Westerns are also, it's 
yes, it's a subgenre, but it's also geographic based in my head. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, it, it is in its name, right? In the nature. So yes, Westerns are essentially typically small towns, but not all small towns are Westerns. Take, for example, um, Becky and I just did a quick shot of Runaway Love yeah. by um, Melanie Harlow. That's in a small town. It's not Western. Like, But then you have books like um, you can see horses and have that Western feel in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, or West Virginia. One of the book series that I specifically called out for being small town, um, not necessarily Western, um, is Bootleg Springs. Because a lot of that really resonates with like I don't know. It has like that modern feel, but like that old town kind of vibe to it with the overarching mystery and like something is amiss and trying to figure out what's going on and what, you know, there's a lot. I would, I would also classify um, like Sawyer Bennett's Wicked Horse series uh-huh. as Western, not cowboy. Okay. Yes. Because it's happening in Wyoming, and they're, I think one of them may, like, have a ranch or something, but they don't spend their time there. Like, that's not where the story is or the series is. It's much more the location and the environment. Well, and their jobs, in my opinion, (laughs) are not, like, centered around Western. So I think about, like, uh, you know, a cowboy you know, I, I think of them as like ranchers or mm-hmm. somebody that works with like cattle or cows or they're like working. Or or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And Wicked horse. They don't do that. No. Well, <laughs> they yeah. Do not. Well, <laughs> they, they write other things. <laughs> um, okay. So this whole episode is going to be all about Western romances with a spotlight on cowboy romances. We're going to break down the subgenre um, and share some of our favorite reads and some of the challenges we came up against when looking and searching for these titles. Um, we will also give you some, if you are watching Yellowstone, um, we'll share a couple of book recs that fit into that family dynamic and feel. Um, okay, Lindsay, you had a delightful definition of cowboys. So kick us off with that, and then we'll start getting into Western romance versus cowboy romance. Yeah, so I thought that I would just do some research definition. I like to define things, um, see what other people define them as. I came across this cowboy definition romance on Urban Dictionary. It's the first one when you Google it. The roughest, toughest son of a bitch you know. This man drives the biggest ram truck and shows up to a gunfight with his fists. He ties barbed wire without gloves and rides world champion bulls for 16 seconds. This man could light a marble red before it even leaves the pack. Death fears a cowboy and he fears nothing. (laughs) Death fears a cowboy, but he fears nothing. Um... Yeah, and then, like, I was looking up cowboy romance definitions, and there's a lot of, like, themes around, like, taming the wild man. A lot of these guys are party. Um, uh, they're kind of, like... Okay, yes, because boy. if you <laughs> ever read Lorelai James's um, Black Top Cowboys, and there's a lot of menages in that series, 
They are party wild men. And yeah. And it might, it might, yeah, I think it's Lorelai James because JC Burton also has a ton of cowboy romances. Um, but they, Blacktop or Blacktop Cowboy. Yeah. Um, Heather's looking it up right now. Heather's, Heather's quick on the phone. Um, so, okay, let's talk. So, we kind of just defined what we all think is a Western. And cowboys, we're going to decide that it is based on their job, right? Like, somehow have to own a ranch. Would you say a rodeo star is also a cow, like, cowboy? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because, like, they likely grew up on a ranch. Those are all the rodeo skills, all the rodeo things mm-hmm. that you see are because of our the foundation is the ranch work and and their skills that they actually have to have if you watch yellowstone taylor sheridan does a great job i think it's more in season two it's it's really an interesting it's a wild and crazy show but it really educates you on that lifestyle and there are scenes where they talk about how Yes, they do these events, but it's really the skills that they um, have to do out, you know, out with the cattle. But it's also part of the culture because like Mm -hmm. living a ranch life is very isolating. So I think like the rodeo was founded to kind of bring them together. And Mm -hmm. um, like to further Carolina's point, there's a really cool NPR um, episode about Russia and the American West cowboys in particular, and like cows are not native to Russia. Like cow, they event like actually started bringing ranchers from Texas over to Russia to have cows. And part of it was they paid them to also bring the cowboy rodeo culture. So ranching, like handling of the cows and the cowboy culture, like when that came over to Russia, like they brought it mm-hmm. together. So it's like mm-hmm. very. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it's a really great episode. If I can find it, I'll drop it so it can be in the notes. Yeah. It's, it it's very it's a very <laughs> serious way of life mm-hmm. and it's not it's for the families who own it um and that's why those families had a lot of kids. They needed help. And mm-hmm. um but then ranch hands was a way of life and the you see the matriarchs and a lot of cowboy romances feeding family and keeping them fed and you think about big family meals is because that was the way of life. You know, that's how they fed everybody. That's how they kept kept it going. So when you think cowboy romances are westerns, so when we say westerns, I think my first thought is the small town. Like, I think Western romance, I am automatically think that this is not going to be adjacent to a large, like, I am not going to read a Western romance necessarily in Denver or in Dallas or in Houston. It's going to be a small, no-name town out, a drive out from the city. Mm-hmm. So when I think cowboy romance, is your automatic thought family series? Typically. No. Um, or a town, maybe. Or town. But definitely family. I think that the majority of the cowboy romances I have read, there is huge emphasis on family. Mm-hmm. It, it goes back to the culture, the cowboy culture. Yeah. 
and that's the way of life. I'm I'm looking at my list and there's uh, the list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight series that I like have just, you know, at the top of my list. Um, maybe one of them is not family based. Yeah. Well, because like one of the first mm-hmm. things I think about when I think about cowboys, honestly, with which is a blend of cowboy and Western because they are not cattle ranchers. They are sheep ranchers. Um, in Colorado is Brenda Jackson's Westmoreland family. And it is a 20 plus series book, but it's category. And she's been writing them since like 1996. Uh, But they are sheep ranchers, not cattle ranchers. But it's definitely like family. And each book, you know, dives into family. And so that's like one of the first ones I think of. That you get this big complicated cousins and... You know, I think that's why I really like them. I love mm-hmm. a family series. So, you know, I love, I don't know. I just love reading all about the families. Okay. So give me some examples of what you would consider a Western romance. We already talked Wicked Horse by Sawyer Bennett. What's another uh, Western type romance, would you think? That's just general small town Western. Um, I'll kick it off. I read a series that's a multi-author series. It's Molly O'Keefe, S. Doyle, and Julie Chris. It's called the King Family Series. It's in Kindle Unlimited. It takes place in Texas. It is a family saga, I would say. Uh, It has Dallas slash Dynasty feels, if you watched any of those kinds of shows. Um, There is a ranch, but the money is oil money that runs the ranch and uh so billionaire oil wealth they own a ranch but there's also like a law enforcement and a hollywood starlet uh there's four books in the series um and i do think these have to be read as a standalone because there's this overarching theme that the book one standalone or is a series it's a series you have to read this in order okay you need to read this in order Um, because book one starts with um, the death of the patriarch and how his wealth is going to be divided amongst his children. So, um, but it was Western. They own a ranch, but they're not really ranchers and cowboys. I think Jillian Neal has a series similar to that. Like it has Oklahoma Sky um, and Standing Outside the Fire. So like one of them works on a ranch but then like the cousin or brother is a firefighter and then he has like the runaway bride and that series is great. Um, Jillian so like is eight- top tier spice. Yeah, yeah. This one is less spicy than her other one, but I agree. She's a phenomenal writer. So like the, the first book is an age gap divorced hero. He's a ranch, but then like I said, book two, it's the runaway bride, a firefighter, best friend. It's, much carolina you got a western for us i really don't most of mine are cowboys okay i mean my one western was wicked horse by sawyer bennett the wicked horse series everything else i have is cowboys Lindsay, do you have a western yeah so i talked earlier about bootleg springs and then i'll bring up mason creek so mason creek i think is it's a multi-author series i think there's over 30 books in that um Molly McLean has a one with, I would classify one of them as like a rancher book and then another as definitely a rodeo book. He's a rodeo star. Um, 
and there's I think western elements but also within the series definite just like cowboy romances yeah that's a great Uh, series that's a great series too if you just to pick up a couple of different authors and check them out I really liked that series um Um, I have Plum Valley they're called like she calls them cowboys but I think they're like it's more of a western because like one of the books is a the veterinarian who comes out to like some of the ranches um that's in Kindle Limited it's um LGBTQ MM um yeah small town it's in Texas there's a family series it's really great yeah I I also oh go ahead like one one book Forest for the Trees by Kilby Blades like while it does not take place in the West, there are a lot of elements in that that are very true to the American West today, especially like with the wilder aspects of it, like forest management, like that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like so many topics in that book are so relevant, like ongoing every week here, there's conversations about fire management and things like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it brings up a lot of topics that ring true on like a very different side of the American West. Um, and we don't see that very much in romance. No, we don't. Um, so I have the rough, the rough neck series billionaires by Jessica Clare. It's a small town, Texas. They are new money. They find oil. Uh, they found an oil deposit on the family land they just inherited, but they are all from the wrong side of the tracks. And now they have all this money and they're kind of rough a little bit. Um, it's a three book series and it does not have to be read in um, order. Book two is phenomenal because she is allergic to latex, so they can't use condoms. And shocking, she gets knocked up. Anyway. Weird weird that that would happen but it was fun um okay so let's talk just basic cowboys so if i said to you carolina i am looking for a cowboy romance what are some words that first come up in your mind when i say okay cowboy romance what has to be in it to make it cowboy romance um i usually think like we talked about it already but i usually think it's a family series um, so you you get this like larger family dynamic in it. Um, I also tend to think, or I also tend to think of you know cowboys are super protective. They're super hardworking, um, and it's kind of that like rough and tumble kind of guy. Um, they're very. Sometimes you get the ones that are. Um, but I think they even span like in character because you get the ones that just get all the buckle bunnies, right? But then you also get the ones that just are looking for their person. Um, so you get a little bit different of that. Yeah. Um, and I, you, you sometimes, I also sometimes like the like the fish out of water element of when the city girl comes in and realizing like the way the ranch life works on how that is yeah and cowboys the other thing that i like sorry i just thought of one more thing um cowboys and i love this about it tend to show their the cowboy characters tend to show their love um and if the authors do it right they do they have the cowboys show it in their actions and what they do versus a declaration versus a declaration okay 
I see that. Uh, mm -hmm. Heather, if I say cowboy romances, what are things that you are expecting in that book? Um, well, like the sounds weird, but like horses, probably. <laughs> I really need them to be mentioning their wranglers and they should be wearing cowboy hats. I love like when they call them like honky tonks. I know that sounds so weird, but I do love when they go to a bar. Like, I don't know. It makes me feel like I'm in like Wyoming and I like can picture it. Um, I also, this is so crazy, but I love when they call them darling. I just think that's so, <laughs> I know it's dumb, but I really like that. Makes me happy and feel like I'm reading a romance. They're kind of gruff too, a lot of them, but you sometimes you come across a sweet cowboy. I'm always thinking strong <laughs> and silent type when mm -hmm. we're talking cowboy. They're going to be a man of actions versus a man of words. Mm -hmm. And they're going to say things like, I don't have the pretty words for you and stuff. Or they'll say sweetheart. And the way a cowboy, in my head, the way a cowboy says that is different than in the way, way any other character would say it. Because there's a draw. There's a draw to it. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, the same with the darling. Lindsay, if I say this is a cowboy romance, what are you expecting to see? It depends. If it's a rancher type romance, I expect something totally different from a rodeo romance. Because the ranch romances, they're family men, they're deeply rooted in the land, they have horses, they have, you know, they're out there doing stuff mm -hmm. with their hands in the fields. <laughs> they're, they're busy, like they've got usually like some kind of friend who's pushing them to be social to have a life beyond the ranch. Um, so they're more like family oriented and not as wild, like very, like, I think of it as like the responsible oldest child. And then the rodeo is the wild and crazy, <laughs> the, you know, wild and crazy looking to be tamed. So I expect those to be like a little bit edgier. There's usually more conflict and sometimes more angst because like, there's some kind like a lot of them have a breakdown between the hero and the family because they're concerned for their well-being it's dangerous um so I, I kind of expect two different things depending on like what kind it is but usually like for a cowboy romance I expect it to either be like somebody managing a ranch or like being a rodeo star of some sort yeah so it's interesting because one of my book recs is the California Cowboy series by Rebecca Weatherspoon and it takes place in California, and it's a luxury dude ranch. Like, people oh. come and pay for the ranch experience. Um, it's three books, and it does not have to be read in order. And my favorite is If the Boot Fits. Um, but I, it's different because it's this luxury dude ranch, so it's a little bit more fish out of water. Um and they're trying, they play up the cowboyness. It's kitschiness. Um, and I like that. So, but I agree with Heather. I need to see a horse and um, some boots. You're talking about a kitschy Western. Um, I have one for everyone. I've talked about this before, but I think y'all need to read it. There goes my stuff. Totally not other, but Bootknockers ran by E.M. Petrov. So it is like a collection and they're on this basically like a fake ranch and um, they totally play it up. And they basically, girls go there for a week to get their like fantasies and, you know, met. And it is, they have somewhat is of a Is that really week. a cowboy romance? Well, they Western. have... 
fair on a ranch like it's... oh and they do have they do have horses they, they have horses. do okay they do yeah they do i, I mean some of them boots. actually work the we the, when they're not when they're not fulfilling fantasies they are working on the yeah. ranch thank they're you studs. carolina i've read a few of those they are that's the perfect word they are studs <laughs> It's you guys. Oh my gosh. They're it's spicy. They're quick reads. They're what? <laughs> anyway, oh that's bird. so funny. Um. So when Heather and I first took the challenge of trying to find cowboy romances in Kindle Unlimited, it was very limited. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something we don't talk about because. I think a lot of cowboy type mentality and where cowboys typically take place, I think those romances tend to be a little bit more conservative. And Mm -hmm. I found tons of Christian or sweet cowboy romances. And we all know at Buzzing About Romance, we need spice. Um, And it was a struggle to find in Kindle Unlimited, a variety of spicy cowboy romances. I also feel like there's a lot more cowboy romances in wide distribution than there is in Kindle Unlimited. Uh, yes. You know, like, I thought that romance, for like, when I was really young and I would go to the bookstore, I thought romance was either historical or cowboys. Because, like, I remember even now in the bookstore, like, the romance section is still hugely, like, cowboy or... Mm-hmm. There's a historical. ton of category. Um, You know, I remember reading the Montana Maverick. It was a blue label Harlequin category series around a small town. Um. One of Carolina and I's favorites, Stacey Kennedy, is currently writing category cowboy romances. Um, mm-hmm. For Harlequin, she has the Devil Blessed series, which takes place in Texas, Family Ranch. So far, two books. I think there's a third book coming. Um, she's been hinting at it on her Instagram. Well, the second book isn't an out yet. Mm, yes, but I do believe you have it on your Kindle. No, I, no, I'm saying, okay. yes, I do, but it's not released for the listeners. I think when this episode drops, it comes out the next Tuesday. Gotcha. Um, because, yeah, I mean, I but it's category and like Maisie Yates writes a ton of cowboy romances, but they're all Harlequin category. So that's, they weren't in Kindle Unlimited. Now, some older Harlequins um, have been moved to Kindle Unlimited, but not a ton. Um, I think, what's her name? Rebecca. Uh, Whitaker? Is that her oh, name? yeah. Uh, no, uh, Janice Whitaker. No, not who I'm thinking. Rebecca Witherspoon. She wrote Rash. Yeah, yeah that's, many? I talked about her, um, her, th- she's the one who owns, it's the uh, Cowboys of California, Rebecca Weatherspoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah she yeah, yeah. has the um, Luxury Dude Ranch. So gotcha. I think, Becky, you and I, when we started, we drove into um, Cowboys shortly after we finished up our Mafia dive, which we all know we could live in Mafia. And there is such a plethora of Mafia in Kindle Unlimited, and we were struggling to find 
the Cowboys. I think that there is a bigger trend of some of the authors that were perhaps wide going to Kindle Unlimited lately. So um, there is a Rough Rider series that Lorelai James writes, and I think she recently put that in Kindle Unlimited because I started reading that book, um, one of the books in the series, and I couldn't put it down. It was amazing. It, it, it was book three, Cowgirl Up and Ride, and I was like, oh, I think I need to add that to my... Um, so I did not read it in order. I feel like you might want to read it in order, but if you don't, I highly recommend this one. It was a virgin heroine, best friend's brother. There is an age gap, 13 years. Thank you very much. A single dad, nanny, and oh, so kinky. Like friends with benefits. If you haven't read Lorelai James before, and we did a Should You Read It on her Bound and Unwound series, she writes kinky. And even some of her traditional published books are highly, highly spicy and she did something very interesting in this book that i have not ever seen there is a character from the next book and she wrote a couple chapters in this book from his perspective so then you're like "Ooh, pain i'm gonna need to know more about you and like i immediately downloaded book four but highly recommend that series interesting Becky, I think you're right in the assessment of like cowboy romances in general. They tend to be um, not all sweet. There are the, those ones, but they typically don't. I when I think of them and the qualities I like about them, you typically don't get the super spicy ones. Um, I don't typically expect that. Like certain tropes and subgenres, you're like, oh no, this is going to be like the mafia. I expect it to have. A higher level of spice than the cowboys um and i think some of that is changing um so you also have to think about you know the yellowstone effect and how that's the expectation like the rip character of where that's going perfect seb- segue here carolina <laughs> let's talk about that the effect of tv into our romances such as i'm searching high and low for my romance rip. Yeah. Um, I I would say they're one of the series that's in um, KU that has heat and actually kind of dabbles in that line of BDSM um, is the Arizona Heat series by Katie Douglas. Mm-hmm. It's um, for sure about four, maybe six books. Um, I, but that definitely plays into that and that for in my perspective that has more of the rip vibes of these heroes that are a little bit more gruff and grunty um and and more rough in the bedroom shall we say um (laughs) but it it is harder so it'll be interesting to see um because some of my favorite series don't tend to cross the ones that I've read so far um, haven't crossed that line. So I'm curious to see how authors, especially the right cowboy romance, how they play into that if they do or like they, they take their spin from on it. it. Lindsay, so shows popularly like Yellowstone, do you have any books that have kind of that? And even if you haven't read it, so these are going to be a little darker, a little gruffer cowboy romances. Not really. I mean... I don't I don't really have anything like that. I don't think there's a whole lot like Yellowstone. 
Um, the only one that kind of stuck out to me is uh, Ride by Roxy Noor. And I think the reason that I highlighted that was more that it does have connections to Yellowstone itself. The hero is named Jackson Cody and uh, two major entry points to Yellowstone outside of like coming from Montana or Jackson Hole and Cody, Wyoming. And they are both deeply rooted in cowboy history. And outside of that, like he's a little edgy of a hero. I didn't kind of wild, definitely wild. (laughs) Um, Heather, do you have, what is your Yellowstone vibe? So if you are a fan of Yellowstone, maybe pick up this book or this series. Um, I think Riker Ranch by Kim Lorraine. Um, There's also a spinoff series, the Wild Horse Ranch series. She recently put those in both series in Kindle Unlimited. Riker Ranch is six books in the series. It's a family. Um, Opposites attract. There's fake fiance, second chance, age gap, small town, like a little bit of the Hatfields and McCoys with some ink, um, like, you know, discord in the small town um very good kind of gruff heroes a little bit of everything for everybody so i recently read a book and i know carolina has read it i don't think the other two of you guys have read this yet the whiskeys the dark nights at redemption ranch for the love of whiskey oh my god by melissa foster i will fight people for cowboy um his nickname is cowboy it is motorcycle oh, club intersects with cowboys and when I tell you, I licked him first because I finished it first. Oh, but He's, I will fight Becky for him. Like this book, Cowboy is the good guy, so the patient. caretaker, the anti-hero, so touch her and die vibes. Like this book, and it's a slower burn. She has escaped from a um, cult. And is at the ranch kind of rehabbing and reassimilating into the world after having lived in this cult for um, years, like all her formative years from like age five on or something like that. You guys, this book. But it was like, as I'm reading it, I'm, did I text you, Carolina? I was like, he's my rip. Yes. He's my yes. rip. Like this. He, yeah. I was texting you as I was reading it too. I mean, he is so protective and so patient and and Melissa Foster it's a it's Sully the heroine goes through a lot has gone through a lot and you know you're going through you learn about her escape you learn about her recovery going through all of that and so it's it's emotional this is not a late romance but the way that she writes cowboy and this character and how he builds trust with her at her own pace and the way that they build connection. Also, Heather, I bought the audio for this because Lyric Audio oh, yeah? produced the audio. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm an, who is it? Who is it? Um, I don't remember who, who it was, it? but I bought it. It was delightful. Um, hold on. Now I'm going to have to look. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Okay. I'm Wait, Carolina it. looks that up. Here are uh, my... Here- Oh, go ahead. Sorry, because I have one, too, similar okay. to what Carolina said. Go ahead. She was talking about this, and I was like, duh, why didn't I put this on my list? The Resting Warrior Ranch series um, by Janie Crouch and Josie Jade. So they're for, or ex-military, and they have a ranch where they, like, take in war, like, 
heroes or like soldiers that uh-huh. have been, you know, whatever. And they have a ranch and then they take in pretty much anybody. And it is so phenomenal. These heroes, the heroines, it's a small town. There's a little bit of suspense because it's Janie Crouch and she loves suspense. But Resting Warrior Ranch series is in Kindle Unlimited and it is phenomenal. And the covers are beautiful. So it's Aiden Snow and Meg Sullivan. Yes. Yeah. Yes, please. It was Aiden Snow, you guys. It was so good. He, it is, oh, it is so worth it. Now I'm going to have to listen to the audio because. (laughs) Okay, so if you are looking for darker, sexier cowboy romances, here are a couple of uh, series to try. We already talked about The Rough Riders by Laura Lynn. Lie James. It's a 17 book series. I think they can be read as a standalone. Um, Trails of Sin series by Pam Godwin. It includes a book, Knotted, and it is spicy. Consent is dubious. Um, and then the Kinky Spurs book by Stacey Kennedy. If you loved her Club Sin books, then you absolutely will love the Kinky Spurs. It is Club Sin God. goes to the Cowboy Ranch. Um, Anyway, so those are I, all sexy I ones. I have a really kinky, sexy cowboys that are cowboys by day, and then they have a sex club at night. Um, Wicked so horse. Is... <laughs> no, no. Uh, it is the Walkers of Cowboy or Coyote Ridge by Nicole Edwards. Um, oh yes. Like hard to hold. There's like an MMF. They're spicy. It's small town. It's a family series. And um, it's like they have spin-off series, so Club Alluring, or Alluring Indulgence, Indulgence and Club Destiny. They are all so good. I love the audios. Um, they were in that, like, Audible, you know, when, like, Audible had that, like, romance package, and then they took it away, and that annoyed everyone. They were all in there, and they are seriously phenomenal. Tons of them are on Hoopla. Yes, they And are. they were on any play. And I don't know about Kobo Plus. I haven't looked for them over there. Um, okay. So Lindsay alluded to it earlier. Do you have any extra spicy, dark romance, cowboy romances you want to recommend, Lindsay? No, but I'm just going to highlight that there's like a whole subsection of cowboy romances that are paranormal. Like, I don't know why it's such a thing, but there's like a huge subgenre of the cowboy romances where there's like the wolfpack ranch where they're all shifter men or whatever and like yeah it's a huge huge like subsection i think one of carrie and ryan's series is part of yeah, that her aspen i think her aspen pack the ranchers yeah her, it's one of it's the one that takes place in colorado um but yeah <laughs> there that's like a huge thing and i would classify those as dark um i usually like don't think to include those as cowboy romance but they are they are they are so it's like a very delightful crossover (laughs) and Lindsay, for anybody who doesn't know Lindsay is in her paranormal phase and (laughs) hopefully we'll be seeing more pnr stuff coming from Lindsay in the future um okay so i broke down cowboy romances into four sections rancher rodeo cowboy family series Uh so Throw these books wrecks out at people, guys. Like, let's start with ranchers. What do we got for ranchers? If you are looking for the homestead 
feel? Hmm. What do you got? I'll start. Uh, Kennedy Fox is a known cowboy romance writing duo. They have the Bishop Brothers and Circle P. Circle B. Those are um, those are all Texas, I believe. And it is Texas ranches. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you follow them on BookBub, oftentimes you can pick up free. They'll put them at free or discounted rates. Um, but please note, there are no more new books coming from them at this time. Okay. So. You said Kennedy Fox. My notes literally say Circle B Ranch series, Hitching the Cowboy, Texas Rancher. It's a Vegas accidental marriage. She's city. He's, cow- you know, cowboy. Um, she goes with him back to the Texas Ranch. And that book is my kryptonite. <laughs> Have we ever heard Lindsay <laughs> declare this before? <laughs> Ever. Wow. Bold my statement. Clearly my notes are intense. <laughs> I'm here for it. I don't know that we've ever seen like in exuberant Lindsay on a book rec like this. Like no. Okay. Tara, we need to bold that and underline I, that mic. I, I know. Um my one I'm gonna steal probably steal this from Carolina, so I'm really sorry, Carolina. Um, but the Bennett brothers by Lauren Landish. <laughs> um, yeah, I would consider them uh, ranchers. Uh, very good series. Love the Bennett brothers. The I would fun. add on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I love Racing Hearts. It's book three. It's my. I love that one. It's a grumpy sunshine. There's a family feud. She's like a caretaker, and he like just encourages her to like do her own thing, which no one has ever done. And I just really love that. Yep. I love um, writing hard book two in that series. Um, That's also a grumpy sunshine. Oldest brother and the um, wedding planner of the local hotel. Who's helping the brother and the heroine from book one plan their wedding. Um, Super cute. I mean, and then while you're at it, she has her next series after that. The Tannant um, Boys by Lauren Landish is another three book series, um, which is great. And my favorite in that one is Rough Edge, book two, um, Brody and Erica, because Erica is a badass. She's um, a mechanic and she works with the guys like it's incredible. And the other thing I love about um, I could talk about the series all day, (laughs) but the other thing I typically love and I forgot to mention, which as the foodie, I'm ashamed of myself, is that there is always good food in Cowboys. There's uh-huh. food mentioned, family meals, and there's usually um, the matriarch has, or even even the siblings, the female siblings, um, have a specialty, right? They do stuff. In the Bennett series, it's all about the fried chicken. And the matriarch, you know that when when the um oh and mama what's her name um i'm blanking on the name but when she brings and like accepts the women of her sons in and even she kind of adopts the tandem boys um she teaches them their fried chicken recipe and Uh, so you know when you're in so like for the bishop uh the circle b the bishop brothers there's always a community potluck 
Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love that sense of community that you leave the farm and you go into town and everybody supports everybody. And there's, um, I just, again, I think that's a great piece in cowboy romances that we see these communities or they go to church, you know, mm-hmm. like mama drags mm-hmm. the bad boys to church on Sunday. Um, okay. Another rancher series this is published by Forever. So this is a trad pub series. It is the Once Upon a Time in Texas by Carly Bloom. It is three books. These are a slower burn on the sweeter side. They do have spice, but it is at like 76%. The one thing I'll say about this series is it's actually um, fairy tale retellings. So book one is Cinderella. I think book two is Beauty and the Beast. Um so it's just, it's kind of a neat, like, cowboy retelling fairy tale um, series. Does anybody else have any other ranchers they want to mention? Yeah, so I'm going to call out Elsie Silver. Um, I have a number of books where I highlighted specifically women doing ranch work or the cowgirl work, too. And one of the reasons I love the Gold Rush Ranch series so much, especially as like a cowboy type romance, is because the women are doing so much of the ranch work. Like they're managing the horses, they're running the farm, or like one of them, it's the veterinarian who's going out to all these ranches and farms helping keep the animals healthy. Like it's just, it's not usually like we see in so often in romance, it's the hero who's the cowboy or or the rancher or whatnot. And in this series, I really love that you get to see like women in those kinds of roles. And then she covers that topic, like Billy in the first book, like she's very much a female in a male dominated world, um, being a horse trainer. And that's really, she doesn't shy away from those topics at all. Um, And I think that's part of why the series is so wildly popular right now too. Um, If you are looking for a family saga, kind of Yellowstone vibes, uh, Helen Hart has the Temptations saga. Each couple has three books Um, Mm. and they are wide distribution, but many of them are available in libraries and on Hoopla. Um, So each book's written in a trilogy. There is suspense to them. Uh, There's some BDSM to them. But it is an involved and you have to read if you commit to one book, you have to read three. Um, And I do suggest starting at book one. Rarely do I say that. But there is an overarching storyline for the first. Twelve, twelve books, I believe, (laughs) have an overarching story. It is a commitment, but they are very well written. And she's created a couple spinoff series from The Temptation. And she just wrote one with um, Vanessa Vale that's a spinoff of that. Uh, that's a three book series that also has ranching and Montana in it. So um, recommend um, One, another series that I would recommend that has the rancher vibes is the Hennington Brothers series by Corrine, um, Corrine Michaels. It's in KU. Um, it's a very emotional series. It's three and a half books because it's three books plus a novella um and it's all brothers it's super emotional to know it going into it and it deals with some some pretty um tough topics um but very very well done um but if you're looking for something lighter 
that um, is just a little bit later. Um, I recently just binged the Cowboy Classifieds or Moss Creek Cowboys, depending on if you're looking at Amazon um, or KU. It's by Janice Whitaker. Um, it's it's interesting because it's four books in the Cowboy Classifieds, but if you look at Amazon Moss Creek, it's six books because it also includes the the spinoff series, um, which is two more books. Um, it's a lot of he falls first and there's a strong girl gang in it. And it's also um, the matriarch mom, just like that quintessential of welcoming people in. Uh, she's the boss though. She, she is the boss. She's and, the mom running the show. She runs the show and the dad is happy to let her run it. <laughs> um, and it's, it's an enjoyable, it's an enjoyable series. Um, okay, so next up, we're going to go to Rodeo. So these are books that Rodeo somehow plays into it. I will kick it off with Rodeo Summer by Jillian Neal. This is book one in the Camden family. She's mm-hmm. a former championship barrel racer, and he is a bull rider. And this is a book that I read. It's in Kindle Unlimited. And I got frustrated because there was so much sex. <laughs> I wanted more of the story. <laughs> anyway, uh, Lindsay, what do you have for Rodeo? Uh, Never Enough by Kelly Elliott. And let me tell you, that was, I believe, a Heather recommendation. No, the Carolina. Audio- that was Carolina. Carolina. Okay, well, I don't know who originated <laughs> with this Kelly Elliott trend, but uh, that eats up a lot of hours. Be warned, it's good. <laughs> oh, the whole Meet Me in Montana series is it's a four book series. It's in KU. I I mean, I think it's her best cowboy series. She she's in that life. She lives it. And so she she knows it. Um she has another series called um the Meet Me in Montana series can be read as standalones. Um the other series she has is Angels, Angels and Cowboys. Um it's good. It's not as strong, I feel like, as her Meet Me on Montana, but the love or Angels and Cowboys is cannot be read. It's interconnected. You have to read it um, from the beginning through the end of it because she doesn't, um, they're just not standalones. They yeah. basically pick up where the other one left, leaves off. Um, Heather, do you have any rodeo? I don't. I mean, I've read some, but I couldn't even... I join the club carolina do you have any rodeo or did Lindsay steal yours it it was meet me in montana and never enough is my favorite but they're all they're all great um yeah and can i call one more thing out on that series always enough is a like we don't see a ton of rodeo like usually what we see in rodeo is like they're actively deciding to leave the circuit or like there's something else going on but like the second one always enough like he is in a car accident and he's like Mm -hmm. It's so good. Yeah. And the other ones, um, because you have ropers in book three and four. Yep. um, And they're either in between, they're taking breaks. And so it's still pretty active, but you also get ranch life. Yeah. Um, Flawless by Elsie Silver. This is very popular right now. He is a championship bull rider um, at the coming off the end of his career and returning home. Um, and it's okay. It's 
not great. I like Meet Me in Montana better or Camden Ranch. Um, and I did a Should You Read It on Flawless. So you can find those over on our Patreon. Um, okay, so I created a subcategory called Cowboy Adjacent. <laughs> and I know that everybody just rolled their eyes. <laughs> for no, cowboy. I didn't. I took it very seriously. So these I know, are I need I need the I need the definition and then so I'll and then I'll decide if I'm rolling my eyes. That like this is usually a series that maybe one of them works on a ranch, but the rest have yeah. jobs in town. Um or maybe a ranch is mentioned, maybe the parents have ranch life. Um or but maybe it's even farming instead of ranching maybe they're more focused on growing vegetables because you know automatically when we think ranch we think cattle but there are sheep ranches there are goat ranchers um but there's well also the definition of a ranch has to do with animals yeah. farming is food right so it's just adjacent to ranching it's cowboy adjacent maybe not maybe they aren't the quintessential Cowboy. Maybe nobody rides a horse. Yeah, um, yes. that's a trap. Very seriously, and I decided that it's going anyway. Cowboy adjacent for me, Nora's Therapy Ranch and Tacker by Sawyer mm -hmm. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah. That's an excellent I yeah. That's ex yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a great book. And that kind of does. You see a ranch dynamic, but it's mm -hmm. not the main focus of that book. Yeah. No, it's um, not. It's also like proximity to a city, which I should also mention, like Phoenix actually has a cow farm in the middle of the city, like a big dairy farm, Shamrock. Did yep. not know wow. this. You're driving north out of Phoenix. That's right there on the highway. Anyway, fun <laughs> it was a commercial a long time ago, Phonix, and I still call it that. I know it's Phoenix. So I could I couldn't help myself with Tacker. So, no, that was a great one, Carl. So the ones that made me think of this were actually Catherine Cowell's Sutter Lake series and her Tatter and Torn series, because like in Sutter Lake, the first the family owns a ranch and he's a cowboy, but in book two she owns a bakery and likes to rescue wild mustangs. Um, and in book, uh, but book three, four, and five, there is no real farm or ranch life mentioned in it. Um, yeah. Same with Tattered I, and Torn. Like, um, go ahead, Carolina. I have one, uh, Tie Me Down in Bellamy Creek by Melanie Harlow. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's got it, but the, like, it's, so it's small town, um, and he has his own ranch and farm. But the rest of the series is not that. Yeah. Um, that made me think of In a Jam by Kate Canterbury. He's a farmer, but he does have livestock because, you know, the fucking chickens and <laughs> the goats and the dogs that he rescues. So there is um, animals, but it's more about he's growing, um, you know, fruits and orchards and that kind of stuff. Um so, I mean, I, unlike the property, like homestead type vibe, it's, I wouldn't classify it necessarily as like cowboy, but in like the Western type vibes, I thought like the protecting of the homestead in um, Penny Reed's, uh, I forgot, 
what it's called, but it's Ashley's story from Knitting in the City where they're talking about like protecting the homestead, like all the things. Is that, that the that muscle could... and the mustache or? Yeah. Um, beauty and the mustache. Yeah. Um, they're talking a lot about like all the things Bethany has done to protect the homestead, the Winston brothers homestead. And that rang like very Western, like kind of Yellowstone vibes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so I classified that as like Western adjacent. And then another one that I classified as like Western adjacent, it's farming, but it's the Heartbreak Brothers series by Carrie Elks, a better man. She is running a farm. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about that one, too. That's kind of adjacent. Um, Like, kind of adjacent, like, Western slash cowboy would be the Bridgewater series by from Vanessa Vale. There's 12 books. Yeah, and, and I thought of her Billionaire Ranch series because only mm-hmm. one of them is a rancher, but the other brothers have to come work on the ranch uh, to inher- oh, help yeah. inherit because that's Northeast, West, and South are the names of that those books that is um like that's a different series northwest i think but i do know what you're talking about with vanessa so she's got a couple but vanessa vale this is like more historic some of it some of them are historical so they are all mfm like they are yeah because they have like one two husbands per wife it's some tradition they're spanking and butt stuff it's kind of kinky quick reads (laughs) um okay so family series i do want to say i misspoke when i said temptation is a saga by helen hart that's only a seven book series though stand all alone when we get to family series she has her steel brothers saga and that's the very dark each couple has three books series um other family series that we haven't mentioned the oil kings and the oil barons by marie johnston Mm -hmm. those are delightful and those are great they're Western kind of cowboys. There's some ranching in them. Are there any other family series we didn't mention, guys? Um, I have Rebel Sky Ranch by Kelly Fox. Um, it's a small town in Texas. It's a family ranch. Um, there's age gap. There's um, It's male, male, of course. I'm going to be your male, male girl. Um, <laughs> from Age Gap, Erin Kendall Unlimited. She actually has two ranch series um, set in Texas. Very great. Um, is there any other family series that Carolina that you have that we haven't talked about yet? Uh, no, we've got all of them. Lindsay, do you have any family series that you haven't mentioned yet? I think we covered everything. Um, pretty extensive, and I think yeah, we covered pretty much everything on my list. Um, A couple of cowboy authors that we kind of have briefly talked about. um, Maisie Yates, she writes Category, Lori Foster, Robin Carr, Linda Lale Miller, Diana Palmer, Lori Wilde, and Nora Roberts. Come Sundown is a standalone cowboy romance. It's a family ranch. There's suspense. If you haven't read it, it's it's very good. Um, Are there any other cowboy authors that we haven't talked about yet, guys? Probably. Probably a lot. Um, I think Katie Roberts has a cowboy series. If it might be older on her list, it could be. I'm looking it up. Part of her backlist. Yeah. Wild Cowboy Nights, Foolproof Love, number one through three by Katie Roberts. Carolina, nice. with the gold medal. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wonder if those are old categories that she wrote for like Entangled. Yeah, it might be. Um, okay. So those are our cowboy romance wrecks. Of course, you can find a list, most of all the books that we mentioned on this episode on our on the shelf show notes at buzzingaboutromance.com. So before we get into book of the week, uh, two episodes ago, we mispronounced an author's name in our book of the week. We, um, the author's name is Claire Contreras. I mispronounced it, I believe. Um, and I wanted to make sure that I said it right for everybody. I laughed it off. I am terrible at names. A lot of it has to do with hearing issues and speech issues. Um, words get hard for me. And I didn't mean anything by it, but I laughed about it. And I realized that that could have been hurtful to people that are also Latinx because she is a Latinx author. So in the future, if I screw something up, please feel free to send me a message. It does not hurt my feelings. It helps me be a better human being. But I do want to apologize for getting that wrong. Um, anyway, that's all I have to say about that. So anyway, I'll do better. I promise. Um, okay, so it is that time for Book of the Week. You know, you guys can join along. I still oh. don't have an echo. Book of the Week. There you go. It was just a really big canyon. Yeah, <laughs> took a long time to get over there. Um, <laughs> it's a cross-country kind of a... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Heather, what's your book of the week? Oh boy, I am reading Man Cave by Vanessa Vale. Um, I believe it comes out on May eighth. Um, it is the third book in her Man on the Manhunt on the Manhunt series. Very spicy. It's we finally get Theo, and I am very excited. Um, Lindsay, what's your book of the week? Grim and Barrett by Juliet Cross. I didn't even know that. Thank you, Self, for joining her Patreon and getting yourself a little arc because I didn't even realize that I was going to be getting an arc until I got an email and then I read it and I'm so happy. And that's all I'm going to say because I'm talking to Leah about it and a quick shot of romance and I can't spoil anything except for Becky because I had to ask her if I could text her. She I'm so excited. I yeah, she was very excited about it. Um, Carolina, what's your book of the week? My book of the week. Um, <laughs> we've been talking a lot about it, Becky, but it's a delightful read. Uh, Runaway Love by Melanie Harlow. Go read it. It's so good. It was so good, and I'm going to be really honest because yeah, you know, I'm sure you guys have heard. I did not love her next gen of Cloverleaf Farms that she did. It was really missed for me. I just didn't love it. And I was hesitant going into Runaway Love. Um, I was concerned that maybe this was the style of over-troping writing that we were expecting from Melanie Harlow. And I adored the Bellamy Creek series. This, but yeah, the Bellamy Creek series was great. I feel like this Cherry Tree Harbor, did I get it right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, the Cherry Tree Harbor series, this is book one in it, is like quintessential, the original um, Cloverleaf Farms, Bellamy Creek vibes. Like, I feel like this is what I love about Melanie Harlow's writing. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. So, um, 
Okay, at my book of the week, I was gifted a very, very early arc of Made for Romeo by Natasha Madison, and she gifted it with to me because she laughed at how upset I still am at Nico from um, Only One Touch, right? Or Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm still really Nico. pissed at Nico, and she's like, listen, I'm going to give you this book, but I know you're going to be really mad at Romeo, and... Tell me about it. Okay. So she gave us really early arcs. I spent, I almost threw my Kindle twice, but first of all, dude grovels. Grovels like nobody should grovel. And he grovels on his knees, goes prostrate and prone on the ground, kissing her feet like grovel because he fucked up. But I did spend some moments as you learn what he did going, WTF, Romeo, what the heck? Like, it is mm -hmm. so bad that his mother calls him a dumbass and is, like, mad at him. She said she, when she had told us that she was like, it's hard, it was hard to have him, like, come back from that. Yeah. But that was difficult. Readers are going to be real picked off at Romeo. I really am liking this only one series that she's writing right now. Same. And she teases the next book, book five in this series, but we don't get it till next year, till 2024. And I'm so angry about it, but damn, I need it now. Just you wait, Heather. Just you wait. So she, she sent it to me too. And I just know that I need to wait till we get closer because I'm going to need to talk about it. <laughs> I like, I had a hard time. Like I was lucky Natasha messaged me. I was able to spoil it with her um, because yeah, I had, I had things I had to say about that book. <laughs> um, okay. Back by popular demand is summer reading challenge. It is a very scaled back version of Summer Reading Challenge. It will still be lots of fun. You can find details on our website. It kicks off starting um, June 1st. and It will go through uh, till August 1st. It's only two months long this year. And um, it's more just about reading and the challenge. So you should check that out over on our website. And you, while you're over there, you can also find a list of all of our events at bookcaseandcoffee.com slash events, including happy hours, IG lives, and book club. Drunk book club is the best night of the month. Uh, yeah. And we have some great authors coming up for that. Um, and then I should welcome Patreon member Amber and Darcy. Um, thank you so much for joining us and supporting us over on Patreon. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash bookcase and coffee. We are able to bring you three episodes a week along with special episodes of Buzzing After Dark and Should You Read It because of our amazing Patreon members. Um, our most popular tier is our $10 tier and I send you monthly swag that creatively is made by Mike Burrier. Like he designs it. <laughs> I tell him I want things. He designs it. He makes it. Um, and we have some pretty fun, cool stickers, uh, keychains. We did pocket TBRs. Lots of fun, cool stuff. Um, okay. And then did you know that Buzzing About Romance is going to our very first signing in November? Uh, Buzzing About Romance is the sponsoring podcast at the HEA Readers of It in Indianapolis, Indiana, the very first weekend in November of 2023. 
Over the next couple of months, we are going to let some of the participating authors introduce themselves to you, the listeners. Um, So these are authors that will be participating at that signing, and I'm super excited to get to meet and chat with them. But they also would like to let you know um, who they are, what kind of romances they write, and where where they think you should start for uh, their backlist. And first up, we are going to get to know signing author Tia Louise. She's going to tell you a little bit about herself and then, you know, check her out. Hey, this is Tia Louise, and I write small town spicy romance with sometimes a dash of suspense. All my books are in Kindle Unlimited. And if you're new to me, why don't you try starting out with my brand new book, A Little Taste, which is small town, single dad, grumpy sunshine, bonus, the hero is a sheriff. It's a lot of fun. Or if you like a little more angst, a little more military romance, you can check out Wait For Me. Both are in Kindle Unlimited and see what you think. Okay, so that. Um, thank you, everyone, for bringing your cowboy Rex to Buzzing About Romance. You're very this welcome. This is fun. <laughs> um, I think our next big deep dive is uh, Motorcycle Club, right, Heather? Yes, I am so excited. Okay, we will. We'll see how this goes. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on the struggle bus with this a little bit. I, I have oh. to like kind of re I know. Right. Okay. We'll talk about it. Um, kind of have to readjust my brain and I'm staying away from the mafia because mm-hmm. those bad boys call to me. They say, Becky, come read. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, thank you everyone for joining us. And until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.